0: As old as time, song as old as rhyme, Drew Madgey's in the MLB. Yeah, I know I'm not a great singer, but the Pirates, they're playing some good baseball. After falling in comeback fashion, 8-7 on Tuesday against the Dodgers, they come back to beat L.A. 8-1 to one on Wednesday to split the series 1-1, one on one, a day filled with drama. A lot of atmospheric changes, if you will, with Drew Madgey coming up, playing in his first MLB game. Brian Reynolds, fresh off a of contract extension he helped big w- in a big way and Rawson Contreras another dominant outing. Pirates come away 8 to 1. They outhit the Dodgers 12 to 4 and let's get into it. Good morning everybody. I'm Jake from Talk the Plank on the Fan First Sports Network. Bringing to you your morning bucket Joe for Thursday, April 27, 2023. Hard to believe we're almost at the end of the first uh, full month of baseball in 2023 and it's also harder to believe if you're not a Pirates fan. That the Bucks are seventeen and eight, still atop the NL Central, and they looked pretty good against the Dodgers last night. And let's tell you about it. Let's start with using a little N media res in the fifth inning. Uh, that was whenever the score was finally broken into. Brian Reynolds, fresh off the contract extension, as we mentioned multiple times, and on Twitter by multiple sources, singled home. Uh, G one to take a one nothing lead. Then Andrew McCutcheon hit a nice uh, bloop single to right field and got him between three defenders. And and it allowed Key Brian Hayes to score Bucks up to nothing. Jason DeLay, he had himself a monstrous day at the plate. Uh, and helping the Pirates cause in the sixth, he singled home uh, Rodolfo Castro to make it three to nothing. Then Castro in the bottom of the seventh singled, driving home uh, Jack Sawinski. And then an interesting play at home plate. G1 Bay singled on a ground ball to third baseman Michael Bush. And Tucopita Marcano, who was added as a pinch runner in the situation, ran home, dove home head first. Uh, It was initially called out by home plate umpire Jeff Nelson, but the Pirates challenged. Now, I don't know about you, but my first initial thought was, hmm, okay, they're they're challenging, obviously, to see if Tuuk got his hand in before the tag was made. But to my surprise, they actually reversed the ruling and said that uh, Marcana was not given a lane at all. And he was able to score on that play. So that was pretty interesting in and of itself. Uh, the use of replay goes in the Pirates' favor yet again. Then delay struck again to put the cherry on top for the Pirates scoring in the eighth. He doubled on a line drive to left and scored Castro and Bay as well to make it an 8 nothing Pirates lead. Then Dari Moreta came in to close out the game in the eighth and ninth, only surrendering one run. That being a no-doubt shot by Freddie Freeman. But a little bit of margin for error. The Pirates uh, came out on top, eight to one. Out hit the Dodgers twelve to four. Neither team committing an error. Roansy Contreras didn't talk about him much. Let's do that now. He pitched six innings. Quality start for him. Actually, stellar start for him. He allowed just two hits, no runs two walks and picked up five strikeouts season ERA down to 358 he entered the game a little over four and he now moves to three and one on the season Robert Stevenson earned his fifth hold of the season since coming off the injury list a couple weeks ago and his ERA stays at zero after pitching an inning allowing just one hit and picking up a strikeout Morata pitched two innings his only hit that solo home run by Freddie Freeman also picked up four strikeouts in the process he looked pretty good aside from that home run leading the Pirates you gotta look down at the bottom of the lineup Jason DeLay three for three with three RBIs and a double Jiwan Bay he was three for four with an RBI as well Uh, Then you look throughout the lineup. Uh, Carlos Santana was one for two. Jack Sawinski. uh, No, sorry. Santana was one for four. Sawinski was one for two with two walks in the game. Hayes, uh, Key Brian Hayes also adding two walks. Uh, He went hitless, but still got on base when needed. Brian Reynolds only made one hit. And so did McCutcheon or Andrew McCutcheon. But they each both uh, both drove in a run. So uh, it doesn't matter what they did in the hit column. As long as they got a run across, that's good to see. And then. The creme de la creme ultimate moment of the game in the eighth inning. Drew Maggi takes over for Andrew McCutcheon to a roaring ovation from the PNC Park faithful. Now, unfortunately, the situation ended with a strikeout for Maggi. But I'll tell you what, I have never seen any player, baseball, basketball, football or anything like that. uh, Get up, not result in something that they wanted, uh, but still get a rounding uh, round of applause. That is. And um, Drew Maggi did that. And he was so gracious in his in his game. It it didn't play much. He slotted into the DH spot, as we said later in the game. But uh, he soaked in every bit of the moment. Uh, Jeff Nelson, the umpire home plate. He called a pitch clock violation instead of just letting Maggi have his moment. Um, That come on. Like, I'm not going to let that ruin this moment. But the guy who, I mean, you got to know the story about him. Um, If you're not going to give him that time just to soak in the atmosphere, then then get out of the game. But other than that, everything just went picture perfect for the Pirates last night. They split the series one and one. And after the game, manager Derek Shelton said this team rebounded after a crushing loss the day before. I give our our group credit because they they just continue to battle. They continue to add on. They continue to take advantage of uh, of mistakes. Sheldon also credited Contreras again a quality start, six innings. He said he was phenomenal for Row to come out and do what he did and and just execute pitch after pitch. I mean, no hit through five with that lineup. That's not easy to do. Going back to Maggi, he was just grateful to get into the game yesterday. There's a lot of a lot going on in my in my mind, and I mean, it was just it was the coolest thing I, I could ever imagine. I mean, it was the coolest thing that's ever happened to me. If you want to talk about a raw emotion, raw reaction, Drew Magic had that in his post game comments. Uh, Robbie and McHalewski on AT&T Sportsnet, God love him. He was giving up a lot of questions that Magic could have easily answered, but he was too caught in the moment. He was just soaking it all in. He didn't he didn't know how to answer it, and I think that's the best kind of reaction to get is you know one that's not rehearsed, one that's not ready. Um, it was just great seeing Drew Magic into the game. I know myself and Nathan Hirsch uh, on our Talk the Plank show. Um, we all, we were, we've been clamoring, not so much, you know, for magic to get consistent time with the MLB, but to at least get a taste of it, especially after the spring training he had, I mean, he kind of earned it, whether you want him to be in the MLB or not, whether you think he's wasting a roster spot, which we could talk about for another day. Um, you got to feel good for the guy that he's finally getting his opportunity. Who knows how much longer it'll last, but I think that kind of segues into our first takeaway always follow your dreams. And I know that's kind of cliche. I know that's been a the theme since Maggi has been brought up as follow your dreams, but it's true. I mean, Maggi 13 years in the minors, he could have called it quits at any time, especially knowing the circumstances that minor leaguers have to leave or uh, live through just to get uh, to the MLB or even maybe not even get there at all. It took him 13 years to get to that point point. And it finally paid off. He had his contract selected. He got to appear in PNC Park for the team that drafted him. Nonetheless, Uh, I think it's just a special moment. I think it's a good motivator for a lot of kids out there who don't know. um, Don't know what kind of career they want to go to. But, you know, it just kind of shows like even if you doubt yourself, like Drew Maggi should be a living inspiration to anybody out there. Kid, adult, teenager, who knows? I I just think that's that's just awesome. Uh, Another takeaway. This Pirates team, in my opinion, is for real. I mean, come on. Steelosity on Twitter posted, you know, I'm going to start. I'm not going to get on the uh, this season is a collapse yet because of one loss to the Dodgers. It's baseball. It's a long season. You're going to have your wins and losses. He says, if they bounce back, uh, then he'll then, you know, it'll be a fine season. And I'm paraphrasing there. Um, And he's right. I mean, the Pirates bounced back. They took one on the chin on Tuesday. uh, I'm sorry, Wednesday. No, Tuesday. And they use that as a motivating factor for last night. And I think you also go back to the uh, veteran leadership that they have, especially Andrew McCutcheon. We saw the tweet that he posted immediately after Tuesday's game saying, pretty much saying like, Hey, you got a rebound. You know, it's not what happened tonight. It's how you respond. And again, I'm paraphrasing. Um, I I think that's great to see. I'm glad that, um, I'm glad that that's the kind of leadership and and, and, uh, model figure that the Pirates, uh, prospects and younger players sort of have to look up to because I think that's going to be and it's, it's kind of a trickle down effect and I think we're going to see that moving forward and I think it just kind of spells what kind of seasons in store for Pirates fans especially seeing how the Pirates responded last night against a tough competitor in the uh, L.A. Dodgers. Now I know they did go up against Tony Gonsolin who was just coming off the IL, so obviously he's going to have a little bit of rust, but I'm not really factoring that into this right now. Um, I still think that you know he still put up a good fight. But the Pirates put up an even better fight, and that's the big thing that I'm more concerned about. Let's talk about Brian Reynolds for a little bit. Immediately after his extension, uh, comes out, drives in a run, the game's first run, how fitting is that? And I'm going to throw it back to a couple quotes heard from his press conference yesterday. Uh, he's happy to be in Pittsburgh, and I know that's news to some, but uh, it's good to see that the atmosphere in Pittsburgh is changing, and I think Brian Reynolds is going to lead the way for it. No, I love it here. I've been saying that for years. My family's kind of made this our, our home away from home. Uh, both of our uh, crazy little boys have been born here. So, you know, a piece of us will always be here, and it, it's nice that that we know where we're going to be for, for a long time. What's also refreshing is hearing General Manager Ben Charrington sort of echo that statement saying, hey, Brian's a good player, and he's going to be around here for a long time. We all kept coming back to the table uh, to try to figure out a way to get this done because we all cared, and uh, ultimately Brian – um brian is the reason that happened brian is the reason that we were also motivated to figure this out so um brian thank you for your trust in the pirates and uh, we're going to work our tails off to build the team we both envision And owner Bob Nutting, I don't have an audio clip for this, but apparently he alluded that more extensions could be coming down the road. Not entirely sure who those could be. One would imagine O'Neal Cruz, Mitch Keller, you know, those sort of guys, the leaders on the team uh, that are a little bit younger in age, but you never know what's going to happen. So my final takeaway for this is I think this is is the start of a new era in baseball in Pittsburgh. I think it's going to be a little different in a positive way than 2013 through 2015. Uh, Much, much different than 2018. Uh, I, I think this is going to be a real a start to a beautiful journey for the Pirates. Can't wait to see what they do. Uh, series finale today, uh, Thursday, 1235 at PNC Park. And uh, we will see exactly how that goes for the Pirates. They win. They win the series. Then they head off to Washington on Friday. Start a weekend series with the struggling uh, Nationals. Mitch Keller gets a start for the Pirates today. He opposes Dodgers A's Julio Urias. Uh, both players ERA around 330, 360 ish. Mitch Keller is two and zero. Rias is three and two. So uh, we'll see how that goes again. Twelve thirty five. That's today's morning. Bucket Joe. Follow Talk the Plank on Twitter at Talk the Plank Pod. Also follow Fans First Sports Network at Fans First S N. You can follow me at underscore Radio Jake and be sure to follow Bucks Dugout as well. New morning Bucket Joe coming your way tomorrow. This has been your morning Bucket Joe for Thursday, April twenty seventh, twenty twenty three. Have yourself a wonderful day.